because a lot of times we get out ahead of God. One of my favorite life verses is Romans 8 to 8, you know, that he will work all things out for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purposes. And I've known for a long time that I was called according to his purpose. I gave my life to him in complete surrender at a young age, early in, you know, our marriage and, um, you know, in service to him. And he has just faithfully been faithful to whatever mess I feel like I've made with my career decisions. He's been like, okay, you've learned what you've learned here. We've, we've done what we've done here. Now it's time to move a little closer to your purpose. Welcome to the God is my CEO show. I'm your host, Gail Chalky. I am an entrepreneur, teacher, prayer warrior, and founder of the Impact Makers Journey Mastermind. I am passionate about helping Christian entrepreneurs transform their businesses through the power of God's mighty word. So tell me, are you intrigued by the thought of operating your business with the Lord at the center? Great, then you are in the perfect place. On this podcast, you'll learn why you need to focus on kingdom impact and how you can take those first simple steps towards making God your CEO. Get ready to hear stories from the Bible and interviews from modern Christian entrepreneurs for practical application in your business. This is a podcast to empower Christian entrepreneurs to rise up and magnify business success for God's glory. Are you ready to join the movement? Let's go. Welcome. I am so excited today to share with you my guest, who is a colleague and a friend, Tabitha Morrow. Tabitha is the CEO of She Blooms Academy and Marketplace, an author and speaker. And at the helm of She Blooms Agency, Tabitha offers programs deeply rooted in biblical principles. She guides women in running their businesses in alignment with their faith, values, and beliefs. As a successful entrepreneur and mentor, Tabitha's life story is one of remarkable resilience, unwavering faith, and a profound commitment to serving others. Her purpose is very clear, to assist women worldwide in building businesses that thrive while simultaneously honoring God and making a positive difference in their communities. Her journey serves as an inspiring testament to the transformative power of faith and determination. So welcome, Tabitha. Thank you, Gail. I'm so excited to be here and connect with other women of faith through your podcast. I just want to say thank you so much. <laughs> so I just want to jump right in because I know we have a lot to cover today, but just tell us what inspired you to begin your business? What's the story behind She Blooms Agency and Tabitha? <laughs> well, I actually just rebranded to Academy. So it's going to be She Blooms Academy. But um, my entrepreneurial journey, I think I've always had just this entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I think it was just handed down to me. I, I love, you know, just it's it's a leadership thing, right? So God gives us with certain gifts and talents. And 
throughout my life have just uh, fell into those leadership roles. It's just been a natural thing and just developed um, throughout my career. But I started as a school teacher. Um, I, in, in college, I really didn't know if, um, you know, I wanted to pick a degree where I could be a mom <laughs> and, right. and be a wife. And that was very important to me. Um, and you'll, you'll learn more about that as I go on and why it was important to me. But um, I got into college and I had to take some business courses and uh, I loved business. Like I, I just absolutely loved it. And so I was like, I was always teeter-tottering. Do I finish a business degree? Do I try to, you know, have a minor in business? You know, what what do I need to do here? And it was just like this double part of me. It was like, I, I loved teaching. I was gifted at teaching, but I loved business too. And so God just led me down a journey. I, I, I had made a decision to get my teaching degree. I got sick, <laughs> very sick and had to stop my education for a little while. Um, you know, I was told I wouldn't have children. Just long story short here, I'll try to make it short, but told I wouldn't have children. And that was really what was most important. So I put my, you know, put my career, put my college on hold to, to work on my health. God blessed us with three amazing children. Uh, all little miracles, I say. Um, I'm about an empty nester now. So I am an empty nester now. <laughs> what I'm about. No, I am. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's been like, it's it's still new. The shock's still here. Um, but yeah, very early in our marriage. So that was that was where we were at. And I think I tried every business out there to work from home and work, you know, to be the mom and wife that I wanted to be. Um, you know, direct sales, just, you know, making things and selling them. And so, you know, it really started there for me. And then I did go back and finish my teaching degree. Still didn't know what this love of business was going to be for me. Um, and I found it difficult to get um, on in the teaching world at that time. Um, I would get leaves. I would, you know, fill in. And uh, doors just kept closing and it was just really a painful time in my life. And um, I really didn't understand what God was doing. I thought, you know, what, what's wrong with going and being a school teacher, right? That's, that, that is serving and that's my gifts and teaching and leading. And, um, and I found myself, you know, needing to make more of an income in that time in my life. And I went into corporate sales. <laughs> Oh and, yeah, and I, the first corporate sales was um, I was a salesperson at a car dealership, and then in the finance uh, office there at the car dealership, and I absolutely loved it. Like I loved selling, and you know, and I had such great success, and everybody kept asking me, like, you know, because it's predominantly male industry, and so they just couldn't figure out how this little preacher's wife you know, was running her circles around them. This mom, you know, was just running circles around them in, in the car lot world. And so it was just so funny um, because I was applying biblical principles, right? Everything I did was about my faith. Um, my husband and I, um, to back up a little bit, we, we, we married young. Uh, within two years of being married, he surrendered to the ministry. He's been by vocational minister now for 25 years. Um, wow. 23 years, excuse me, 25 years we've been married. Um, and we had our kids young. And so 
that was our, our early life. And so we had been in the ministry. So my faith was, was very important to me, no matter what my career was. And I always applied the way God did things, you know? Um, and so I had success in that, but the hours, the culture was not for me. I, I walked away from that to get a nine to five sales job. Absolutely had crazy wild success in that, but it still wasn't the right culture. All this time, God was refining and aligning me to step into that leadership row, into that business of my own. And, um, you know, like I said, I had tried direct sales before and it came, this opportunity came to me and I really was at a point in my life where I was like, I want to be home. I, I'm, I don't want to be at workouts out of the home. I want to have my own business you know, I have this leadership, I've, you know, I, I know that God can help me. And so I used direct sales industry to come home to start creating um, what, uh, you know, God wanted me to be in and be in that role that he wanted me to be in. And he showed me so much during that season in my life. And within six months of making up my mind, um, you know, was in that nine to five sales job and really making a good income. And God says, I want you to give it up and put both feet into this so that you can transition into, into the role that I have prepared for you. And it was a really scary time. <laughs> but I did. I, and, and within six months of, of me doing that, I was able to leave corporate America for good. I have not been back. This is going on my fourth year. So I've been an entrepreneur for four years. Um, I knew that when I stepped into the direct sales leadership role, that it was just a stepping point for me. Yes. It wasn't where I was meant to spend the rest of my life. For some women, it is, and that's great. Um, but for me, it was just a platform to get me to the next. And so I had crazy success again. <laughs> um, and I'm not, this is in, in, in humility, just telling you what's possible when you put God first. Um, within those six months of, of making up my mind, um, I, I became top 1% of that company, uh, drove career cars, earned, you know, all kinds of things and really made a good income with it. And God said, um, remember, I, I told you to do something else. <laughs> and so it was like, okay, so God then transitioned me into coaching women and mentoring women which was really such a good fit because I have the gift of teaching leadership. I had the experience now in the businesses, you know, and, and had experienced the success. And now he was like, okay, I want you to go teach other women how to do this as well. And so that's where she blooms. Um, at first I named it, she blooms agency because I thought, you know, I'm going to be kind of behind the scenes doing some VA work. Cause I could do it. And then God was like, no, I didn't tell you to do that. I told you to mentor and teach. And so that's how it transitioned into She Blooms Academy. And that's where we're at today. Yeah. And we just have so much in common. It's amazing. You know, we have that background in education, um, working with businesses, loving working with women entrepreneurs. The one thing that you said early on just now um, about your journey that I want to come back to is refine and align. Yeah. Yeah. It it is it has been this whole season because a lot of times we get out ahead of God. One of my favorite life verses is Romans 8 to 8, you know, that he will work all things out for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purposes. And I've known for a long time that I was called according to his purpose. I gave my life to him in complete surrender at a young young age, early in, you know, our marriage and um 
you know, in service to him. And he has just faithfully been faithful to whatever mess I feel like I've made with my career decisions. He's been like, okay, you've learned what you've learned here. We've, we've done what we've done here. Now it's time to move a little closer to your purpose. And that is really just, you know, don't, I see so many women beating themselves up over that, but it's really, you've got to try things. You've got to fail at things. And that is part of your journey and part of your process of growing closer to God, of learning to hear him more, um, of learning to lean into him more. And so that's, you know, that's really what my journey has been. It's been about refining and aligning and every season, it just gets better and better and better. So it's so good. So good. It's beautiful. I believe that I heard that the Lord has had you busy writing. So why don't you share a bit about this? Because this is very exciting. I'd like to learn more. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited. We ju I just released my first book. Yay. Um, it is not a book that I wanted to write at all. And that was part of me surrendering my career in direct sales as well. Um, when I was getting to the end of that and God was about to transition me, it was very hard for me to let go. And he had given me an idea to write this book called Come to the Table um, years ago. And I kept kind of putting it off. I kept putting my career ahead of it. I kept putting life ahead of it. Right. I kept doing everything, but that one thing he told me to, you know, to do, which is often the way we are as women, we're like, Oh, God says, go do this. And we're like, Oh, we'll go do these 99 things, but not that. <laughs> right? Um, but I started writing the book and, um, it was just a, just a spiritual battle. It's a, it's a personal journey. It's my personal journey of overcoming childhood trauma, uh, woven in with stories of the Bible with women in the Bible. I love to look at the back side of what was happening, drawn from scripture, of course, um, in, in women's life, just like, you know, um, the woman at the well, um, you know, how she comes and and how something in her life must have been going on, right? When she comes to the well at a different time and we hear Jesus tell her the man that she's with right now is not even her husband. And so I can't help to but to look at her story and think something must have happened to her at some point for her to get to where she was in her life and to meet Jesus and need that healing and need that wholeness. And um, so this, the book is, is that it's, it's my story, um, of overcoming childhood trauma. Um, I, I went through so much, you know, three and four years old of age, um, went through a lot of trauma. I never really lived with my parents growing up, um, was kind of just from here to there with, from family members' houses. It left me with this orphan mentality and this orphan spirit that I carried and a lot of unhealed pieces of me that I carried and created habits in me that I was bringing into my work and bringing into my relationships and, you know, doing a lot of things that, you know, um, really was keeping me from walking in that authority and identity as God's daughter. And so God put this book on my heart. When I was transitioning, he said, you know, I want you to focus more on the writing. I want you to let this go, focus on the writing, focus on the, you know, building the mentorship programs. And um, so I did. And um, the first um, kind of mentorship program that I created, I got in there. I thought I was going to teach women, okay, 
how do you set up business? How do you do marketplace ministry? How do you um, how do you run a business? How do you start a business? How do you keep your business growing? How do you grow it? That's what I thought it was about. Like I, I thought I'm creating this course and this is what it's about. And I was writing the book kind of behind the scenes, you know, just not really focusing on it. Just like enough to say, God, I'm doing it. I'm working on it. Right? Right. And um, I got into the course and through mentoring these women, they started telling me their stories of trauma and hurt and rejection and I just absolutely like every single one of them there was eight women that joined the program that fall and every single one of them had some kind of trauma or issues that needed to be healed and they revealed to me that that the reason why they were not showing up or doing the things that I was telling them that was necessary to grow their business was because of that. And so then I realized how important it was for me to finish the book, to to get it out there because so many women are holding back, um, you know, from past abuse, uh, physically, spiritually, mentally, um, from rejection, from not feeling like they ever fit in. Um, that could be something, you know, in school age from, you know, going to the lunchroom and not having a place to sit and, you know, being teased to, um, you know, growing up and getting your first job and not really fitting in there, you know, and, and, and as Christian women, sometimes it's in women of faith, um, we were different as children. I think, you know, God had purposes for us and we probably acted different and it sometimes led to that rejection as well. And so, and then sometimes women had stepped into, like the woman at the well, they had stepped into things that were never really, God never meant for them to be there. But at the same time, whether it was their mistake or hurt and pain that the world had put on them, I've I've come in contact with these women and they just feel like they don't belong. Um, they feel, you know, less than, unworthy. They've not gotten over the things of the past. And so I just knew that it was so important for me to finish this book. And so God and I finally, you know, got my head wrapped around it. Um, it's not an easy read. It's called Come to the Table, Healing from the Past, Discovering Your Purpose in the Present. And um, it starts out, you know, with me as a little child and what, one of the first incidents that happened to me, it's not my full story. It's just, you know, just little tidbits. I did have to write it in third person. So if you pick up the book, it'll, it'll refer to Tolly. That is me. Tolly is me. And I had to name her that because I'm no longer that person. Um, and so God just put it on my heart, though, that my story had to come out in it. And it, towards the end of the book, I do reveal in there that it is me, that that is me. And um, so it's just woven with my story, stories of the Bible. And then there's journal prompts to help women process. And so it helps them to process like, okay, um, I'm going to process that this did happen to me. I'm going to acknowledge it and then, you know, write it out with the Lord and get it out and do some healing work. And so through it, um, I began to see women around me, you know, tell their story for the first time. Uh, I've been able to hear women stepping out confidently in who they are in Christ and, and um, you know, sharing the scripture and sharing the good news and, and realizing that their, 
their business and their marketplace ministry and their purpose is tied to them kind of letting this go and healing from it. Um, in so much like, you know, even there may be things going on. I've learned recently that, you know, there may be going things on with your body and your, your mind where you have blocks and, and you can't get through, you know, you can't focus or you're, you're constantly sick. Well, a lot of that is the healing, you know, that needs to be done in, in, in your body. And so when you begin to release that to the Lord and surrender it, it is that Romans 8 to 8 moment that says everything that the enemy tried to destroy me with, um, I'm going to take it and put in God's hands and he's going to work it out for my good and, and for purposes that I can't even comprehend. And it's been such a beautiful journey that God has just brought me on, like, uh, helping women to identify those those hurts and those pains and um, and being authentic, you know, uh, and, and this is this is the way we need to show up in our business, too. Right. Um, because those that is what really those are who we're supposed to be serving is those people that our story relates to and how we can use everything that we've been through um, and then let God do that healing work with us as well to, to tell us how we're operating. See, I always thought, you know, I, I was kind of an overachiever. I always thought I had to be perfect. Um, just really, um, you know, was operating, you know, from this place of neediness and, and just, you know, all these things that, that I've, finally figured out, okay, it was because I wasn't healed. I didn't deal with those things. And, and that caused me to want to always be number one and strive because I thought I had to earn, you know, something and earn God's love. And, um, and that's what it's about. It's about coming to the table, recognizing that there's a place there for you. Um, you don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to act a certain way. Your business, your marketplace ministry, your career, um, is one that God has designed you for, and there's a purpose there, and you have a place at his table. Um, it doesn't matter, like, you know, as long as you accept Jesus Christ as your savior, like you have a, you have a seat there and he's just waiting for you to bring it all to him to come just like you are, let him do that healing work. So then you can go and show up and his light can shine through you. Um, and you can be all that he created you to be. So. Oh, that is beautiful. And I, I can just hear your passion. I, I can just hear the places that he's taken you through in this journey, which I'm sure it was of writing this book. And I think it's really interesting um, that you mentioned early on about the orphan spirit. And then what did you do? He told you what to do. And instead you were having people, ladies come in and to teach about business. And most of them had the orphan spirit. Yeah. He healed you using them almost to point you to where to go. And then what you can do is then give that back to others. I'm very excited about this book. And I would think that um, even if you didn't specifically identify or know the term orphan spirit we we most of us have something at some point that's a block like you know it's a block as you that's yeah. keeping us from moving forward with a kingdom business yeah. to shine his light as you said to others so this sounds like it would be really 
helpful just in thinking, hmm, what is that block? I love the journaling component. Yeah, that's um, yeah, great. So is the book out? Is it published? Yeah, it's published. It's on Amazon. Um, it's called Come to the Table. If you just look up Come to the Table, Tabitha Morrow, um, the, the front cover, my daughter designed it. Uh, she actually painted it. And it's wow. a picture of a little girl. And she's, you know, coming to the light and to the table in kind of this forest scene. And um, so it's just just so proud that she got to be a part of the project. And, you know, just it's just my hope that through it, that women will truly embrace who they are, embrace knowing that the enemy, you know, did things to them in the past, whether that was words spoken over you um, somebody hurt you in some way or just, you know, the the pure trauma that that was the enemy's plans. It was not God's plans. It was never God's plan for us to walk in that. Um, God's plan was the Garden of Eden. <laughs> it was, you know, and we will be through Jesus Christ, we're going to be restored to that plan one day. And so, um, but while we're here in between, you know, it's important that we recognize what authority and who we are in Christ so that we can walk in that and and be in the spaces that 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 he's called us to in business and in marketplace ministry, in our careers, um, so that you can fully um, embrace, you know, the person that he created you to be and all that he he has for you. And the enemy wanted to stop you so much from writing this book. Oh, yes. And yes. as always, he lost. <laughs> you know who won. And I am really excited and I can't wait to get my hands on the book. I'm going to go check and look right after this. And you had so much wisdom. And I mean, there was so much fullness in everything that you shared. And I know this is probably a difficult question, but in a few short words, what advice would you like to leave with our audience and our audience is um, both male and female and new entrepreneurs and people that have been um, doing one business for quite a while, people with full-time jobs, do it on the side, all sorts of every type of business you could imagine. So kind of what would be a few words of advice or encouragement that you'd like to share with them today? I just say, don't be afraid to let God, you know, do that refining and aligning in whatever season that you are. And I do believe that, you know, no matter where you find yourself, there's always, there's always refining and aligning to do. Um, it's, it's a process that I actually go through at least every 90 days. I just sit with the Lord, you know, sometimes it's daily, <laughs> you know, God, we need to refine this. We need to align it, but especially in my business and my life, don't be afraid you know, to surrender, to pivot, to transition. Um, don't be afraid to, you know, do something new with the Lord. And not necessarily that doesn't mean changing careers, but it may be changing how you operate and how you use um, your work to glorify God. Um, because like I said, early on from transitioning to teacher life to, you know, sales life, uh, was a totally different thing for me, but I always remained true to God's principles. And that's where my success was. Um, it was, you know, godly principles of relationship first, impact first, income comes after, of giving, of being generous, um, you know, of of stewardship. Those are core principles that anybody can take and find success in business. But I do believe you'll always be held back if there's one thing that God has called you to do. 
um, and and you feel like you just you're stuck or you can't get to that next place you want to with the Lord or the next place in your your work, really take a look at you know have I let him heal me from the things of the past? This was work that I didn't want to do. I didn't want to relive the stories. I didn't want to sit with this. Um, you know, you're you're looking at. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid to tell my age. I'm 45 years old. And so you're looking at 45 years ago, roughly that this happened and things started happening and I didn't want to go back and deal with those things, but it was the most, uh, life-giving thing that I could have done. And I did it for other people. And so, um, you know, I did it for my daughters and for, for men and women out there who need to, to step to the forefront. You know, I really do believe it's, it can be the key to unlocking your voice and your gifts and your talents in the marketplace and in your work is really sitting with the Lord and letting him say, okay, this is why you act the way you do. <laughs> this is why you operate the way you do and let him transform you. You know, even David in the Psalm said, search my heart, God, know me, tell me what's going on with me. And when you do that, like he transforms you in such a way. And when you let go of the things that you thought like were that you thought it should go this way and you thought, oh, I, you know, I should be here by now or or I, I thought I was meant to do this. I thought I was meant to be a school teacher, right, for the rest of my life. And God was like, no, I have other plans for you. Now he's using my teaching gift. And he's also using my love of business to create something more beautiful, right? With she blooms than I could ever possibly imagine. Um, and it's so much fun. Like it's it's just so much fun to watch the Lord work when you do that and release it all to him. So I'm just so thankful and grateful for, for all of that. Very, very exciting. So Tabitha's contact information will be available in our show notes, as well as a link to this wonderful book that uh, the Lord has had her really put together. And I just want to thank you again from taking time out of your busy day to um, share these words with us. It's been wonderful. And may you have a blessed rest of your week, friend. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Have a blessed um end of the year, I guess, and happy new year. <laughs> Bye now. Are you looking for a supportive community of motivated Christian women business owners? Join the complimentary Arise and Thrive Business Collective, where women business owners join together as the body of Christ to enjoy networking, free events, and prayerful inspiration. The link to join the collective can be found in the show notes. I can't wait to see you inside our community.